Hello and welcome to this week's episode where I want to talk to you about 20 ways or 20 of the most common ways um, being bullied as a kid is still affecting you because I don't think we realise the impact it still has on our day-to-day lives um, for numerous reasons which I've gone into and I will go into in, in other um, episodes but just for today I just want to talk about some of the most common things that we can recognize to say oh actually it's still affecting my life um and then i want to share with you something you can do about it at the end so the first thing that came to mind when i was writing these down these 20 things was avoiding speaking your truth and i mean there can be other reasons why you do this but if you've been bullied you're instinct is well what if I get it wrong what if it causes an argument like let's just not do this because I might say the wrong thing and then um the repercussions I can't deal with them emotionally the second thing is you doubt yourself you doubt your abilities you doubt your decisions you doubt your opinions um the third you question yourself so am I making the right decision? And you, you sit there and you mull things over and you um, maybe, you know, a good example is you've been with um, uh, maybe a group of friends or family or whatever. And then that evening, that night when you're asleep, whatever, or when you wake up during the night even, or going to sleep, you um, start going over what was said, what you said, did I say the right thing? Did I do the right thing? Did I upset anybody? Oh God, I can't believe I said that. I wish I hadn't have said that. You know, that sort of dialogue. Um, And then also it's the thing of having to run things by somebody else. That feeling that someone else knows better than you, that someone else will know a better solution than you. Um, Usually because you feel so emotionally overwhelmed, But also it can just be that lack of confidence um, and trust in yourself and what you think is the right thing to do. So you will always look to somebody else to come up with a solution, tell you what to do, that sort of thing. Um, Number four is you avoid making new friends, um, basically because your previous experiences have left you believing it's easier to not have the friends so you know you maybe you maintain the few friends you've got but you're not going to go into all that effort of making friends with mums in the playground or you know all the other scenarios because your experience has been that they tend to be bitchy anyway um they're going to be judgmental they're going to talk behind your back they're going to betray you in some way they're going to leave you feeling betrayed and hurt and what's the point in putting all the effort in Number five is that you struggle to trust anyone outside your inner circle. Um, It's really common that when we've been bullied during childhood, then as an adult, we have quite a tight inner circle of people and we like to keep it that way. Um, Because trusting people is pretty similar to point number four, actually. Trusting more people only opens ourselves up to being hurt again. Number six, avoiding confrontation. Um, This 
could be and is most likely because you're nervous of other people's reactions um you don't like to upset people and you could just do without it really you don't want to intentionally cause any arguments um and so you put up with a lot you put up with a hell of a lot because you avoid the confrontation um number seven you can stand up for others but it's not as easy um, when it comes to standing up for yourself. And this I find really interesting because um, we tend to become mama bears or papa bears when it comes to our kids. So we're ready, you know, we'll do anything to protect them and to keep them safe. And you're not going to hurt my kid, you know, no way that's not happening. Um, but for yourself, it's got to be something really serious before you stand up to someone. A bit similar to, um, and it links in with the avoiding confrontation, because you just can do without it. I think when you've been bullied, you've had so much negativity around you and all the negative emotions you don't want to experience that you will do anything to avoid experiencing them again. Number eight is um, setting boundaries doesn't come easily. Um, so what happens is when you've been bullied as a child, and by child, by the way, I just mean pre-18. So this could be as a teenager. Um, the adult version tends to then have a very black and white um, attitude when it comes to people letting them down or um, yeah, that's that's basically it. There's no gray. So you're more likely to put up with a lot from someone and then just cut them out of your life entirely than set healthy boundaries before you get to breaking point. Um, it's just, just the way it works for you. Number nine, you worry the same will happen to your to the kids in your life. So you you can't if you hear of someone being bullied you can feel you can feel it and you probably quite regularly think about what would happen if it happened to a kid in your life and you're fearful of that <clears throat> excuse me so number 10 um rejection has an impact impact on your self-worth so this could be rejection in any area of your life um even just for an example, not being invited out uh, for a mum's night out, for example. Um, but rather than it being, they didn't invite me, that's okay, that's their, that's their choice. Um, you will feel they didn't invite me. Why? What's wrong with me? Why am I not being included? What, you know, why do I never fit in? And it starts those whole mind monkeys um, around this always happens to me. I never fit in that sort of scenario. Um, number 11 is that you're more likely to feel I am a failure rather than I failed at X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And there is a difference. Um, and you're more likely to take it as a personal thing. This is you are a failure, not you have failed at something. 12 is you're careful who you're who you are your real self in front of um 
And this basically boils down to the fact that you feel as though you're constantly being judged. Um, and you don't want people to have any ammunition to use against you. And whether that's um, something that you, you're aware of or whether it's an unconscious decision, um, that's pretty much what it seems to boil down to. Number 14, no, number 13 even, um, you find yourself adapting to be what others need or expect from you. So you're a bit of a shapeshifter and that's exhausting. Um, and that's a whole subject on its own, which most of these are, but this, this is purely just to, um, just to trigger those thoughts within you, to help you recognize it, to make you realize that it really doesn't have to continue to be this tough. And, um, and as I say, then it's to invite you to do something about it so life can be easier. Um, number 14 is when you hear of a child in your life experiencing problems um, with friends or classmates, so this could be your own child, niece, nephew, friend's child, whatever, you become swamped by how you felt back then when it happened to you. Um, so it fires you up, it triggers you, and it leaves you probably nauseous at the thought of um, this child having to experience the same as you did. Um, so even if they so much as mentioned being left out in the playground, you are straight back there to the memories of feeling the same um, when, it, when it happened to you as a child. 15, you get very defensive when someone criticises you. 16, you're fiercely protective of those around you. 17, you're less likely to take risks or try something new because, do you know what? You've had enough of feeling like a failure at stuff. You can do without it. And as we've said earlier, you're more likely to feel that you are a failure rather than you have failed at something. So if you don't try something new, you don't take a risk, you haven't got to experience that horrible knock to your self-worth. 18, you feel haunted by what they said to you all those years ago. Um, sometimes you probably hear and see what they did and said um, when you try to be more confident, almost as if all this time later, they're still keeping you in your place. 19, you're ultra independent and carry the belief that people generally let you down. So it's easier to just do it yourself. And 20, you always feel as though you need to be better qualified at something or you need to prove your ability in some other way. And I'll be honest, when I was writing this list, I felt exhausted just just writing it let alone feeling that way every single day um and no doubt you carry on and you've managed just fine until now um but you deserve so much more and you've probably carried this weight for so long that you can no longer imagine what life would be like without feeling this way almost feels as if it is who you are and I want to say to you that it doesn't have to be hard, scary or emotionally strenuous to step away from how it's always been. It can be freeing. It can be like a weight being lifted. Um, it can be very gentle. Um, 
but very effective. It's not fair that they hurt you back then. Don't let them continue to affect your life now too. Um, if you're listening to this when it's released in April 2021, then use the link in the show notes to join me for a free class this Thursday evening, Confident Parents to Confident Kids. And it's all about the power we have when we focus on our own confidence to help our children. We avoid it. We, we seem to fo- we focus solely on them because that's what makes sense. But actually what happens is, is that we are lacking confidence. We are still hurting from what happened to us and our own experiences. And we are still triggered by that. And that um, overwhelms us and stops us from being the best that we can be in these situations because we're so overwhelmed. And I won't go into it all of it now. But if you feel that any of this list has applied to you today then join me for the free class and let's focus on you and what you can do to help you as well as your kids okay take care and i'll see you next time